and they were like, they thought it was your page. They what? thought it was your official page. But everybody thinks that it's him. Yeah. You know? No way. <laughs> I don't have the time for that crap. <laughs> I have a job, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so. Are you guys ready? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you ready? Oh, what's going on over here? Ready? Here? All right, let's go. Am I ready? I was born ready. <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> what is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Seria Audio Experience with IFTV. I think this is the first time this season we got the whole crew ready, right? Did we do an episode no, with everybody? No, 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 this is the no, second no, we did it, but started. we keep changing seats. Yeah, 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 I don't know because. why they gave me the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> you're the tallest one They gave me the dwarf <laughs> chair over here. Yo, oh, you're okay. tall. All right, whatever. You're tall. You look good. Anyway, on camera, everybody right. can see your face. Um, anyway, we had a fantastic weekend of Serie A football. The most goals from a league. Which one do you think it came from this week? Napoli Milan? No, More goals than Premier League, more goals than La Liga, more goals than Liga, and Bundesliga. more goals than Bundesliga. Yeah. They always call us a defensive league. And I mean, goal did Ronaldo score, by the way? <laughs> CR7. Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you applauding that? Yo, he played great. He had a good game. Yeah, he, did a, <laughs> he had another <laughs> good game. He didn't score, but he had a good game. <laughs> All right, guys, where do we want to start off? Because okay, let me been, start off. You, guys, you know, no, I'm not joking. <laughs> this is the best, best platform of soccer in all the United States. And I'm telling you, not wow. because I'm, I'm running it with those uh, bunch of, uh, you know, uh, what? youths, that they, youths? You know, inex <laughs> inexperienced uh, guys. My cousin but, Vinny. <laughs> but again, this is your voice. It's not about us. This is about you guys. This is the only reason that we're sitting over here is because your voice counts and we want to bring your voice into this podcast so we we want to make sure that your opinion counts and that it, your voice is being heard so after this little introduction i leave the voice i leave the, the microphone to my uh, my best friend uh, gm uh i don't know whatever what who his no, number it's number. Uh, it doesn't have a number. It's not GMS7. GMS7. We're going to call it GMS7. All right, let's go. Get we, like you said, we, we have some questions. Oh, wait. One more thing that I'm going to say. <laughs> My friend GMS7 over here is an over 60 champion because they just won. Uh, they just wait, do won, your uh, thing. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, wait. You <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like what anyone else does. Gaetano scoring two goals on the penalty spot. Absolute maestro right, over so there. Guy has seen the victory. On the final game. On the final oh game. Oh, boy. Yeah, last minute. On the final play of the game. Right. You scored? It scored the penalty. Wow. Okay. So this oh, is, we, we this is two years in a row. That's why, you know, it doesn't socialize with us when he has to play with over <laughs> seven, uh, over 80, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> congratulations, Gaetano. So bring the trophy over here. Thank you. Always one of the Scudetto, this guy. Hi. Right. Very good. Okay. Right, can yeah. we go to the game? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Show let's go. Game. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the games. Where are we starting first? Because I already saw in our little podcast group, Antonio, you were quick to talk. No, actually, Peter was quick to talk. And you responded saying that Inter was going to win. And then we all know what unfolded. Um, let's start with Juventus. Let's start with Juventus. To start off lightly before you guys kill each other. And we, we put them. We had to change the seating because we had to put Antonio and Peter next oh, okay. to each other this week. Right. <laughs> they're just not even looking at anyone. They, they don't have I have the higher ground. Gloves. I know. You guys needed some boxing gloves. <laughs> it would be good. Okay. Juventus Lazio. We'll start off with there. Your boy Ronaldo didn't score in this match, unfortunately. We watched this together. You were happy because you thought Lazio was going to do something, but... And then they did it. Listen, uh, we were waiting for you guys at uh, because we want to re reenact all uh, uh, Ronaldo's super uh, 
super big mistake over there tripping His over the beautiful ball. assist yeah what well, well, beautiful assist give me a break you 200 like million dollar each stripping over the ball with the no goalie <laughs> the thank god for manzukic i was behind him he put the ball back in come yeah. on that's a disgrace <laughs> you know i want the money back i think ronaldo should be paying back to the you know to the juventus club 50 million dollars as a day this is for the two mistakes. you didn't pay anything uh, i didn't pay anything no what did he, you pay he's getting a lot of money and he's getting a lot of people to pay a, a lot of money to watch juventus uh, on a pay-per-view Everybody gonna chime in on this? It's two games. He had a couple of great yeah, shots, even versus Lazio. Sarkozy made a great save. It's not always about Listen, the goals. He had two good games, though. Regardless. He's able to create. He's able to create. Yeah. He's able to <laughs> change the game. He always attracts two players on him. He makes a difference. It's not and easy in Italy. Once he, not that when easy. he, fig- Look, he, once he figures out what he has to do. All right. Okay, so what is the tally? So two games, how many goals did he score? Zero goals. Thank you. How many wins? That's what counts. Yeah, it's true. Uh, two wins. And two wins, right? Yeah, he keeps it until it finishes. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a team game, so it's the team that uh, now matters more than the, And that's what Allegri keeps saying, that it's the team that counts more than the, the individual. So Allegri is, is trying to put um, some water over the fire by saying, don't worry, we'll score, the goals will come. So you need to be patient. Uh, I think the, the important thing is to, to find uh, the, right, uh, the, the right players and the right chemistry between the players. Um, I think that Mandzukic, for one, you know, he's always in the right place at the right time. He, whatever position you put him in, he plays on the left side, he goes up and down. This guy, he yeah. can do everything. He can, everything. He, sometimes he, when he played on the left, it was like a fullback. Yeah. He was defending. Now they put him as a center forward, you know, he's scoring goals. So it, it just needs to the, to the team to have the right chemistry. For the Bala, that he didn't even play, but the Bala needs to learn from Allegri, what Allegri wants. Probably Allegri is talking to him and he's telling him what he wants and he's a little bit young, maybe he's not doing it, so it might take a little bit more time. But um, with Douglas uh, Costa, I mean with Dybala, Quadrado, I think there's so much there. Yeah. There's two teams, eventually uh, you know, everybody will get, to, with the competition that they have, everybody will get to play. People Allegri. are making a big deal about that. Allegri I think too big of a deal. Too. I'm telling you what the big deal is. Wait, 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 Mike, say it, Mike, no, Mike, say it. Like <laughs> the post game, we heard some complaints about Dybala stuff. So he's like, "Listen, guys, I can only pick eleven, saying he has so many options and stuff." And you know, it's right. They're gonna be in three competitions. He's got to spread out. Even though Dybala, it's very it's normal. Only two games in, it's very exactly. normal. There's nothing crazy about. I do say? disagree with my friend Gaetano. What he said about Dybala, they need to learn from Allegri. Allegri's got nothing to teach to somebody like Dybala. What do you mean? If anything, Dybala, if he can play for the Argentina national team, if he can, if he's still uh, uh, within the roster of Juventus, Dybala's got nothing to learn from Allegri. Maybe, maybe what you meant to say it's about discipline okay what you do outside of the field but uh no, I don't think it doesn't right. have to do it's with outside of the field it's got nothing to do with the game it's got nothing to do with outside the field there's a position yeah. that he has to play yeah. mm-hmm. and everybody has their own position yeah. and maybe Allegri is telling him to play in a certain way because tactically in Italy the tactics they go over sure. a lot of the tactics so Maybe that's, I, mean, I didn't mean uh, that he's going to teach him, uh, you know, how to juggle and how to dribble, how to shoot. He knows how to do that. 
is out to play with the other players. Maybe the other players were playing better than him too. At that time, the training maybe was not confident. You know, it could be so many variables. Juventus has so many options that That's even true. if you take Dybala out, who are you putting in? You're putting in Bernadeschi, you're putting in Mandzukic, you're putting in Ronaldo. Yeah. So there's not a problem. He went to three men. He did a 4-3-3. Juventus got the win at the end of the day. And Dybala had sat on the bench for a but game. That's we, it. We forget Dybala last year, he sat on the bench a couple of times. That's you know? true. So yeah. Allegri, but I think I agree year. with Gaetano as far as like yeah. Allegri... He also changed formation this time. He he did a four three three. He added yeah. Matuidi in the midfield. It was it was a more balanced win. A yeah. nice two zero win is the way Allegri likes to win than a, a three two win. Right. Yep. Dybala is usually that free player. So in the first game, Dybala played behind Ronaldo and he had the freedom to roam. Usually he doesn't like to stay on a four three three. You need that wide yeah. option. And if he doesn't stay wide or doesn't f- stick to his position, he could hurt the team in- tactically. And so I think that's what a major reason. But I think, you know, time will tell. Dybala is a great player. He's going to get his chance. It's all about, you know, be maintaining uh, the team effort for all three uh, things. You got Coppa Italia, Champions League, and Serie A, all but three fronts. Peter, a, caliber, a, a team like the caliber of Juventus, look at the, the fluidity of the game. Oh, there yeah. is no spectacularity over there. There is nothing that's really exciting to. about the game. They don't have I to. I mean, you're playing yeah, all of this they don't, money they don't. to have those people it's, playing. It's also the, the game second is, game. This, it's disgusting. It's ugly. Yeah, but it's, it's like a, just a, like a bunch of who can run faster uh, uh, on the left, on the right. It's better than giving up two goal leads. Uh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Don't get me started with that. Don't get me started. I know my turn is coming. Uh, I know. Allegri, Allegri. Right. Uh, anyway, Dybala uh, last year, if you if you guys remember, he started very well. Yeah. Right? He scored a lot of goals. And then. And and then. Plateaued. You know. Yeah. And then now is not starting uh, as good as last year, but uh, eventually, I mean, the talent that the the kid has, it's gonna come. Allegri said that he'll, he's going to have to sit Ronaldo too at times. So it's not like, I know you're, you're very happy when you hear that. But, yo, there's a time for everybody. This game, Allegri thought the tactics were best. Lazio's a very, very tough team. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that Lazio, this is a, a hard win. He thought that this was the best thing. It proved to be. Whether Dybala sat on the bench, Ronaldo sat on the bench, or anybody else sat on the bench, I think... I thought a bigger deal was made out of this than it needed to be. Listen to me, you guys are making fun of Cassano all the time. For what? all of so far, for, listen to me. To I'm going to tell this. you right now what, what has to do with this. For all the money that these those teams spent, including AC Milan, I'm zero talent that I see on the field. Even CR7, you know your favorite CR7. You talk about it more than I do. Hey, listen to me. Listen to me. If you see talent wise. They got nothing, those oh, guys. Come on. They got nothing. Cassano will just peel them off like a what? like a. Why isn't he playing? Why isn't he playing? Because yeah, uh, he's got all the because they're a bunch of idiots. Ma- all of those people right. running the teams in Serie A, a bunch of losers and idiots. No, nobody. Uh, Cassano, Cassano. They call those guys. They can even shine his shoes. To be honest with you, okay, they okay. have no <laughs> talent, zero talent. Oh, okay. Antonio's right. Antonio's right. Listen, listen. I'm always right. <laughs> I know. I I'm know. always <laughs> right. Don't forget about that. Listen, listen. Cassano is laughing. He's laughing right now. I said, look all over those guys over there. What right. a shame. What, what a shambo. Cassano what is crying right now he's that crying. nobody can uh, has offered him a contract. A for salary. crying. But at the same time, he he's laughing. They said, look all of those losers he, over there. What are they doing? He can even play with... They're making a, a game that is so Listen, simple, so difficult. Even jumping a, here, jumping there, cross this, cross that. You would think that. that a team like uh, Parma, Bologna, Sampdoria, Frosinone could use somebody like him, right? Because, because there's all this talent. Not even Frosinone wants. Well, uh, not even 
in Bologna once. Cassano is not going to lower himself to play with those losers. Those what? Those what? Bunch of losers. Okay, okay. Jokes aside, that was a nice little segment. Antonio is so upset right now. No, he's not joking. I'm not joking. We we talk. What are you gonna say? Sorry. Go ahead, Pete. No, Cassano's a great player. The only thing is. What is his issue? What? He's not playing right now. Okay, okay, okay. So, the issue is mentality. He wasn't able to. Oh boy! (laughs) (laughs) Guys, don't watch audio. Here we go again with the mentality. Again, what's lost in all of this conversation? How come Balotelli is not playing in the Italian Championship? How come Cassano is not playing because of the mentality? Who cares about the mentality? Guys, thirty seconds. What you put inside of the field? That's what counts. Can you score goals even with a lousy mentality? I'll take 20 Cassano before I can take uh, uh, Bernardeschi or another 20, uh, you know, quote-unquote, oh, what a good player. It's <laughs> not good enough for us. Those are great players. Right. Antonio right. has a different standard than the rest of Thank us. Thank you. Sure. All right, okay. next, next game. <laughs> oh, we should talk a little about Lazio. They yeah. have a hard run right now. They versed two top teams, yeah. Napoli and Ventus, who were contenders for Serie A last year yeah. and might very well be for this year as well. Uh, Lazio... You know, we expected a lot from them. They haven't really come up to standards, but it's the first yeah. couple of games this season. Difficult. I think they're still going to be able to to do well. There's I like I like some of the players that they picked up. Uh, like we were talking about before, Chadby, I think, is a good mm-hmm. pickup. Korea's also there, Korea. too, right? There's yeah, some they're going to take some time. Too, I know. We all saw, we heard what happened with yeah. Inzaghi and, and, you know, the and president. Yeah. They had the, you know, he says that Lazio's 10 times better than most of the teams in uh Serie A. So Nzagi shouldn't yeah. be complaining. I don't I don't think it's I agree with him. I agree with him. You think Lazio's got great players. Lazio's got does, great players. But who did they say the right? So what? They're right. No, it's uh, right. But but the other teams also got better and everybody else got no. stronger. And yo, no. he's also playing against Juventus and Napoli. Like you said, shoots out very, very tough start. It wasn't easy. And yeah. you know, some of his best players didn't have their best performance. Milinkovic yeah. Savic wasn't great. Was and a lot of guys that they usually rely on weren't great. Yeah. Um so for Lazio's perspective, I wouldn't think it's anything crazy. They had a very, yeah. very tough start. I'm schedule. still interested in seeing how, how they do this season. Yeah. I think they're gonna have a good season. But Pete, if you agree with me, I know the vast majority yeah. of the time we do agree, uh, uh mm-hmm. except when we're talking about Inter and Milan. <laughs> and Mourinho. And Mourinho. Of course, oh, another one. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, no, we'll, we'll talk, talk, we'll talk, talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, we'll good. About. <laughs> anyway, those first few games among those top teams, you know, it comes down to one or two plays. Okay. Sure. So if you are uh, if you are losing, let's say one nothing, of course you have to just expose yourself and try to tie the game, and then it's at ninety percent of the time you 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 take the second goal before you tie the game because it's the the luck of the draw. So the goal that you miss, you get the goal scored back on your net. Mm-hmm. So. You know, like, uh, we're going to start with yes. AC Milan. We're gonna make a, gonna I'm going to be very critical about AC Milan. This is my own team. Sure. So, uh, oh, by the way, I'm wearing your colors okay. in honor of you. Thank you. Black and red. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. So, anyway, we anyway, so it's not that Juventus is much better than Lazio or Napoli is much better than Milan or whatever, or Inter is much worse than, uh, than Juventus or whatever. Two, three plays, they just uh, make a, a game, but there's... That's very important. It's that's a sign of a good team, too. Okay, it's signs of a good team. So I like to see those good teams not making. So Andanovic will make it. Will not be making the mistake that he made. Uh, he made. Uh, well, it's also about form. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's why. That's okay. why I say mentality is important, because it's how <laughs> you you feel. Juventus, they're able to burst cable. Yeah, they're down to one. They don't panic. They're used to. Yeah, they kill the goalkeeper and then they tie the game and then uh, they then uh, they win the game. Okay, so I, I, uh, let's, I let's, let's go to your let's go to your Milan. Okay, Milan. Not you want to say something? We watched the game with you. Okay, we well, saw what happened. Listen, I, if you I, followed it on I would our Instagram. I would have been happy with the draw at the, at the start of the game. <laughs> I know you would have. Okay, been. but after the two nothing, I said to myself, hey, 
Take it easy, calm down, <laughs> the game is not over. And they sure enough, sure enough, two stupid defensive, uh, and I don't think were defensive mistakes. The guy was, was uh, he put two shoot, two nice shot from outside the box, mm -hmm. but the defense didn't go, didn't go high enough to press the, the, you know, the, the ball handler and the shooter. And sure enough, Donnarumma did not impress me as much as I liked the kid. He could have at least made one of the, the, the two saves. But they were, the, the shots were, uh, you know, not to take anything away from, uh, from uh, Zielinski. Mm -hmm. But uh, AC Milan, mm -hmm. he, you know, on the second half, he struggled. And I don't think Napoli, uh, you know, uh, didn't deserve to win. They actually, they won uh, mm -hmm. nice, fair and square. So, mm -hmm. Listen, Napoli, like we said, like I was saying, you were very happy. They were up 2-0. And yeah. you kept saying, Napoli's going to come back 3-2. You kept saying they're going to come back 3-2. I was impressed with Milan in the, in the beginning, at least. You know, going up 2-0 against Napoli, never going to be easy. Um, you guys think that, and obviously, for those who don't know, uh, Napoli came back and won the game 3-2. And I th thought it was very ironic that this weekend, and we've been, you know, roasting him a little bit on, um, I, on our Instagram and stuff. Your boy Sadi, do you know what Sadi said this weekend? What did he say? He said that um, the difference between the Premier League and the Serie A is that in the Serie A, when the game goes to 2-0... He's like, the game is over. He said, in the Premier League, it's never over. So it's a party every time. He, he says, it's yeah. always a party. So I'm surprised. Was, I'm surprised Gattuso that he played on the, uh, he coached the Premier League, didn't, uh, didn't really tie up the defense. Gattuso really played very poorly uh, on the defensive. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the second half defense. it was very ironic that in Serie A, we saw a lot of big comebacks and a lot of good football. And I wonder if there is that little bit. To me, I heard it was ironic that Napoli's former coach is saying that while they're down 2-0 yeah. and Napoli's current coach is able to guide that team even at 2-0 down and let them win, which is maybe the Ancelotti effect. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, well, Napoli didn't panic, uh, you know, even though they were down to nothing. Uh, and I think that it has a lot to do with the mentality and what uh, Ancelotti brings to the team. Uh, he also put uh, Zielinski yeah. in, which uh, last year he used to uh, sit on the bench most he of the time. Sit on the bench. But Jorginho was also at Napoli right. last year, so, so I mean, place you know, he did he did very well. And I thought also that Ancelotti, during the game, he was losing. He made some adjustments, and he brought in uh, some players that changed the game. He went to four-two-three-one, and yeah. that seems like that he changed the game. Which is a big and criticism of Sadi's game, where he was never making subs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the Napoli fans were like, listen, we have some good talent, trust right. in the talent. And Ancelotti trusted in them. Right. And a guy like Zielinski came through. Yeah. yeah. And right? someone like, now look at me, Milik's actually starting. And that gave someone like Mertens a break to bring Mertens on when they were down 2-1. Uh, they brought him on and he scored the winning goal at the end of the day. But uh, at the end of the day, Ancelotti, like you were saying, it's still too early to judge. But he's, I thought he'd be, have a slower start than now. He, you know, he won both games, and they were both very tough games. Uh, they were up 2-0, and uh, they just capitalized. Once, let me see, Zielinski got the goal in the 53rd minute, and once they got the, uh, the goal, they just started piling pressure. And that's when Milan were kind of defending, and they were playing sloppy, losing the ball in midfield. And that's where Ancelotti just yeah. changed his tactics and just kept wave after wave until they kept scoring. No, a few yeah. players that they came in into the second half, right, Pete? They, 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 never played, uh, they never played in the Italian Serie A. So Bacayoko. They, yeah, Bacayoko and all the stuff. Ooh, but, uh, the inexperience of the defense, because they're still very young, they don't know each other uh, mm -hmm. very well. So yeah. You I were upset that Caldara wasn't there. I wanted to see Caldara playing. I mean, yeah, we spend all of take, these... Uh, take time. It yeah, takes time, especially defensive pairing. It's important that they understand each yeah. other because, especially nowadays with zonal marking, it's the high defensive line. Mm -hmm. 
if you're not on the same page, you could get really messed up. Uh, one thing about Milan, I think uh, Milan, they try to play from the back. They would never yeah, try I to don't like the that. ball. Long. I don't like that. Don't right. like he was going that. crazy. Yeah, so the thing, is, the thing is Donnarumma is not a great goalie with his feet. So it might, it's going to be an issue if Gattuso forces his players to play out of the back. Napoli actually had a, a really good game. Even though they were down to nothing, they didn't deserve to be down to nothing. Mm-hmm. Milan took two shots and they yeah, scored exactly. both goals. Bonaventura's goal was beautiful. amazing. Was that beautiful. was a free Ospina goal. Ospina had no chance. Yeah. Um, Napoli had a high press the most of the game. I like Ancelotti moving Hamsik back into the like regista yeah. role because he's a technical player. And I think he can really do uh, a lot of work for them instead of having Diawara or someone else. Mm. Uh, I think the major difference is Ancelotti's ability to read the game compared to Gattuso's ability to read the game. That had an influence. And I think 2 nothing hurt Milan in the sense that when, once Napoli scored 2-1, yeah. it would have been better if, not, if Milan was still winning one nothing. Because yeah. once yeah, Napoli exactly. got that one goal, well, they yeah. was down to one. So it, the game would have been a different game. Well, down to one would hurt Milan. No, 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 not about that. I mean, mm. Milan, when it's down, they, they press a little bit more. What yeah, they do, they, they split. At, they, at Sao Paulo, they Napoli, got everybody's Napoli back. Is a, a tough game. Listen, uh, one more thing I want to ask you, you and Gatano, because uh, why do you think about not starting Crutrone? Because that hurts me. You know, <laughs> Crutrone is the, was one of the best scorers that we had uh, on AC Milan. And why don't you, you don't put Crutrone into a game like that? I'm not saying that he should be playing the full game next week on mm-hmm. Iguain, but this is the guy that can read the game. He's the. the He's got depth, this kid here. Yeah. This kid reads the game very well. Well, Catano, what do you think well, about you that? Were, you were playing away. You were playing against Napoli, one of the, the best teams in, in Serie A. I mean, he did go in. in the, oh, for know, only 10 minutes, five know, minutes, 10 minutes. Higuain has a good I, record against I, Napoli, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that when they play home and he wants to be a little bit more offensive, he's going gonna, gonna to put him in. I thought Higuain was good. I know a lot of people didn't like he him. He was very isolated, to be honest, I listen, think. He but was working it, I, hard, listen, but he was Number one, he's never going to get as much service as Juventus. So everybody that keeps saying all this stuff, that he had more chances there, he had this and that. Listen, if you watch the movements that Higuain makes, he opens so much space. And he holds a ball If you see well. him, he's a number nine. But every time the midfielders get the ball, he drops in right here. The difference is at Milan, then at Juventus, when he would drop in, Dybala would run behind, or Mandzukic would run behind, or Quadra, or Douglas Costa. He had these guys who would also make those runs for him, and I think it's going to take time for that front three, whether whoever it is, Chahana, Lususo, Kudrone, Iguain. But Iguain is a crucial player. Yeah, to me, I'm not saying Iguain oh, should be sitting on the bench, but I like to see now Chananoglu just starting the game. And they have a, and they have a Caldara starting the game, and then even this guy here, Laxal, starting the game because when Laxal they're all not players. players so. Yeah, you can't like, be like that. Iguain is easy to jump in. It's yeah. easier to jump in because he really understands the game, and he understands the game in Italy. And like Mike said, he's got a great record against Napoli, and a lot of the goals that he scored against. You Napoli. can't play good. You can't start Cutrone yeah. over a team like. What Napoli. are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Cutrone. <laughs> it's not the oh. first year that he's been playing in the Serie A. Cutrone has scored against okay. the best team. Who would you have kept he, out? Yeah. Oh, that team. Not, I'm not saying. Uh, who would you have kept half? out? If you put in, if you put in Cutrone, Cutrone. you got to take somebody out. Who, who you take out? Would I you? will take out a midfielder. Who? Because way too many. Bonaventura was taken out for uh, two. Uh, You're gonna play two man midfield against Napoli. You're gonna, Why not? You're gonna get a run over. Why not? You're losing three two now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, listen. Yeah. Listen. On a two nothing. On a two nothing. AC Milan. AC Milan should have never, never, you, never played you were the winning, team. Uh, the you team were up. winning two nothing. I know, but that's so. what the problem was. When you're winning two nothing, you just step back. 
you just step back and defend they a little bit. To do that. They didn't. But they didn't. No, they didn't try. They, they played slot. They kept making mistakes. They didn't make any slot. What kind of slot uh, did he make? Uh, Bakayoko uh, kept messing up. They kept yeah. messing up. Bakayoko, obviously. Napoli, listen, if they had two midfielders, it, it'd be there'd be a huge yeah, hole in the I, midfield. Napoli would run them over, even though they're already doing that, and it'd be even where they can see even more. Bakayoko can sub Bonaventura. Bonaventura is a it's a midfielder and it's an offensive player at the same time. Yeah, Bakayoko. Bonaventura has got feet. It's a goal feet. Bakayoko, I don't know. It just sounds like a, a bacalato, man. <laughs> okay? So Bakayoko, we don't know him that much. He yeah, know, yeah, I know. He doesn't I know. know the fluidity of the game that AC Milan has. Right or wrong, Pete? Oh, well, Bakayoko had a problem. He was trying to dribble yeah. too much. In Italy, you can't do that. You don't dribble. The thing is, he has experience. He played with Chelsea. He played on the Conte. So he's the young, too. He he's he's very young. He's a good, promising he player. The only thing time. is, it might not have been in the right time yeah. to put him yeah. in. That's but you know what? You have to be able to put some of your players into the fire and let the, and let them do what they have to but do. But that's where Ancelotti yeah. excels, though. That's Ancelotti's a champion. That's where he knows. That's where he's going to re- yeah. beat him. Uh, on that this sense, is this, you know? The thing that bothers me is that I think that people don't see the perspective in things. Because right away, the first thing that everybody says, I get that it's bad to lose a 2 nothing lead. But you're also talking about Napoli. Just like yeah. we're saying with Lazio, you were playing Juventus. You're talking about Napoli. Exactly. It's not that bad to, to come and sit here and say, oh, it's time for AC Milan to get a real coach and say Gattuso's not good. And I know, I already checked the questions that people are asking. Yeah. It's all that. It's, oh, what is, does no, Antonio I'm think not we need a new coach? Gattuso, I'm I know, I'm, t- I'm saying more to, towards the perspective that's out there. You got to take respect. You're playing against Napoli. Exactly. You're playing in the Sao Paulo. Like just you're because winning you play against those teams, you have to be extra careful. That's I know, I know. But I'm you not. You don't just expose yourself and just put in experienced players. I'm just saying it's not the, the all-in. It's not like you lost to Kiev or Verona or a team that you really need to pick up points. The games that Milan need to pick up are those. The ones against Napoli and Juventus. If you lose those points, it's not the end of the world. No, we don't want to lose against anybody. I know, but you now, that was now when you're winning to nothing, when you're winning to nothing, and you're Milan, when you're winning to nothing, you're Milan, or you're to nothing, and you're Inter. You have okay, to win but if we talk about Inter, it's a little bit. It's it's not a little bit. Guys, it's very different. It's the first it's round too for Milan. They missed the first one. That's so true. you got to think about yeah. that too. You know, it's right. so early. These yeah, guys, it's not, it's way you too have early to give to time for these new guys to get in to into the squad and understanding each other because a lot of times it's it's also uh, being able to understand the player. When mm-hmm. you're playing in the park, yeah, you could you'll be able to get the two best players. But when you're versing other professional players. You have to be able to read certain movements and understand what your what your player, because that gives that extra advantage. Just that in soccer, like you were saying, it all comes down to that one, one goal, that right. one chance. Right, so that extra advantage is all it takes. Okay, let's go to the the next game. That your your cousin over here. <laughs> I was yeah, so pro- listen. <laughs> I, I was watching the game to be honest with you, but then all of a sudden Inter was up uh, two nothing. I said, you know what? I switched to uh, watching the Formula One Grand Prix that I didn't watch in the morning. I said, hey, toward the end, I said, let me switch back. Maybe it's Inter 4 nothing. I switched back 2-2. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that it was one of those old games that, that they were uh, you know, rebroadcasting, a re- a re- like a the 10-years-old game. Then I said, 2-2, and uh, I started to see the player. Belotti is still here. I said, oh, <laughs> let, me s- let me stay on this game here. Sure enough, Torino did, an, uh, did a great job on the second half. No, they did. Because I watched the game again. I watched the full game. And... Yeah. Uh, I didn't think they robbed anything. Uh, actually, if no. anything, they could have won the game on the second half. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, chance. Peter, tale of two, you think? two halves. Yeah. First half, Inter played a completely different game. High press. They mm. were moving the ball. They had chances. Everything. Set, start of the second half, Torino came out f- f- blazing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they pressed. The, they scored. 
Then they got that goal. I mean, Andanovic looked like both goals were shaking. Read the ball the right way. He didn't expect. It's like on FIFA when the ball. You get a lag, and Andanovic was in one place, and then the ball was in the other. But I mean, pass it in his. He 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 just he he lost. I think Spalletti said that he just had no like he timed it wrong. And even even the second goal, it was deflected. Yes, but. Andanoj made the, yeah. the right move and movement to the right, and he just didn't get full contact on it. Didn't I thought the same it. thing, too. So, I mean, I don't want to blame the individual because the whole team in the second half kind of went down. I guess they they thought, oh, 2 nothing, we have the game in the, they put the, in the back. They took their foot off the gas. They took their yeah. foot off the gas, and they never were able to do anything. Unfortunately, you know, it really comes down to the midfield. Uh, Modric is a big miss okay and it didn't even have to be Modric it could have been anyone else because we need that assistance in the midfield the only guy that's creative in the midfield is Brozovic if Brozovic has a bad game Peter you're telling me with all the money that you guys spent you don't have midfielders right now as a as a creative they didn't spend in the midfield are you kidding me (laughs) who did they buy they have Vecino, they have they, 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 they have Brozovic, they, they have so many players from over there. Year. No, no. What about Boca, Boca Valero? What happened with him? He's old. He's not going to make the difference <laughs> in the game. He's not going to make the difference in the game. You guys should swap Bagayoko. I don't know. Can you do the tally how many, how many millions they spend uh, Inter and uh, why would they still don't yeah, have a midfield? positions. We, sp- we didn't spend... He's, he's saying that they didn't money. buy somebody in the midfield, yeah. which was a position Gaia that they needed. Dini, uh, all of that those players. Not, that's, that's not, not you. What about Martinez? Yeah. What about Lutero? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, he's playing out of position. They tried him in the trequartista role so that he can play with Icardi. But he's still young. He's 21. Yeah. He just turned 21. Mm. So, I mean, you, you can now put all your hopes in that one player. It, yeah, it's, it's not fair. The thing is, you know, well, Inter just have to be able to, when it's 2 nothing, They got to close the, the game. That's it. Uh, and it's really interesting because the fitness level w- when the, in the preseason, they were playing. I mean, they had the midfielders playing 70 minutes. That's some odd. Right. I'm just I'm interested in seeing uh, Gagliardini in the game, but I don't know why the past two games he didn't play. Go on, the, what are you um, going to say? No, I, I thought that uh, in the first goal, I mean, D'Ambrosio, uh, he made a big mistake. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. He, he, you know, you let the, the, it's a 50-yard ball. It's not that you, you anything are, new, really. You know, you, you have enough time to adjust yourself. Is it, is it anything yeah. new? Uh, so I it's think I think that be confusing him with I think D'Ambrosio is there because uh, what Spalletti said is when you're trying to build the play is yeah. a little bit better when, yeah. you know to, to build the play. But as a defensive, I mean, on the first goal, on the on the second goal, I don't know who was the the guy that went outside the area and slided, and then the, the I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, Brozovic. I don't know. It was it was either Perisic or Brozovic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went right outside the area and he dove. He slide. Oh, and he guy, chipped it over. And over. the guy oh, chipped it over. That, that, I mean, uh, you, that was an excellent. That was, that was very smart to do that. Yeah, but you, you don't you don't buy into never, the fake. You never dive. No. As a defender, or if you're trying, if you That's dive, you either get the ball or you get the leg. You know, you you have to get that was something. A one a mil- that was a one in a million. Because you, you're gonna be you're gonna be on your was... ass, and the guy lifts the ball and he's gone. Yeah, yeah. He, what he had to do is he just he, sh- he should just no he just put the body put the body. Yeah, just stay in front of him. That's all. Just stay in front of him. Let let beat me now. I can't even blame you gotta if you're right bad. outside the area. It was a little you bit. You just stupid. stand up and you say okay, beat me. And um, they wouldn't have scored yeah, that goal. So I thought that was very um. But anyway, last year. 
Yeah, he, most of the time he played the 4-2-3-1, right? Mm -hmm. Now the Shia, you got some, you got this kid Balda, right? Kita Balda. Kita Balda. So you have, you have this, this oh, kid yeah. Martinez. I think you can do a little bit more with, well, uh, with the taxes, yeah. with the tactics well, this year. There. They put That's them in. Spalletti, Spalletti is going to yeah. have to tinker a little bit yeah. because even yeah. this, this game, he played but with three-man defense. He played with three-man defense, right? Yeah. And he yeah. didn't put Miranda. Yeah. What That's, he, That's another thing what that I want to What he why. said about Miranda is that the other three players, they, they start from the back, yeah. and when they go forward, they build the play better than yeah. Miranda. Miranda is not that, that type of player. Yeah. What I want to tell you to both you and you mm. is you need to play more than 55 minutes and you guys need to play more than 45 minutes because that's all you play. Wait, I have a question for you. It's, I agree with him. I mean, uh, it is what it is. I mean, we yeah. take a slap and I hope that they learn from the mistake. Yeah. But let me ask you something. You guys have Miranda. You don't play Miranda because of the build-up play that Castano just discussed. Yeah. One more thing. <laughs> I think Spalletti is second-guessing himself because now that he's got all of those players inside his roster and he, he, he feels like a kind of a troubled who am I going to play now all of a sudden Lutero Martinez is not good anymore he was no, the best player on. during the pre-campionato and now all he of a sudden this playing. guy here he he is not good enough to, to play with Ke uh, in the Ke formation we got Keita two days ago Keita did extremely well as soon as yeah. he, he came in Perisic was out because he was playing with the World Cup. So the only option was you put Lautaro Martinez because you want to see what he can do. Right. He had a great preseason. He's just not ready yet. Or even if uh, he can, he can always build into the, the team rotation. The thing is, like you said, I think Spalletti right now is feeling the pressure <laughs> a little right. bit. Definitely feeling the pressure because the expectations were high. Whether it was him saying something or even just the, the news in, in Italy saying Inter is the, the contender, the anti-Juve. But... You know, I think it was a little bit too premature. quick to say. Yeah, premature to but say. But I still think that you guys have the on the paper. You're, oh, you you can still do the triple yeah. You still can do the triple whatever. The black Inter know. always had this the blackout problem, right? They would have a great ten games and then they yeah. lose five or six games out of nowhere. Maybe this time it's in the beginning, and then we can have. Some time. The other thing is mentality. Can I ask you what is uh, Spalletti? Yeah, Spalletti is a, is a Lu, Luz Spalletti or Luciano Spalletti? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, Spalletti, the, the, Spalletti, Spalletti, Spalletti is not impressing me at all. I got. I have to be honest with you. He comes out of our, on this pre-campionato. Says uh, now we have the we have the bicycle. We have we have the just pedal the bicycle. It's like you know, you just a little kid. I said, hey Dad, I want the bicycle. Here, it's an analogy. You get the yeah, in an analogy. Yeah, but you don't open your mouth before you don't count your chicken before they hatch. Okay, so this guy, he opened his mouth too. Ahead of the time. I feel like that's the opposite. He's saying right, that we please, have the right, bike, but we need. Wrong. Oh, I, that what you create by by saying things like that. You get just put the people or the other teams more on an alert status. I say, you know what? Let's teach this guy here a lesson, and that's what happened. I don't yeah. think that that. That's what uh, happened. Yeah, I'm is, telling you, it makes a big so. difference. Keep your mouth. Wait. Keep your mouth on check. He okay? said he, he hasn't won. He's not a. He's not Ancelotti. Spalletti is a nobody. He's not Ancelotti. He's not Conte. He's not Mourinho. He's a nobody. Did he say anything? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he okay. did say okay, it. Okay. He made this kind of analogy that now they have the bicycle and they have a, they have the potential to be a... Oh, which is the right thing to say. They have the players. I think the that that's is, the exact thing to say. I think is just playing, like Gaetano said, 90 minutes, mentality, being able to hold the lead. You're not going to be able to have the high press in 90 minutes the whole game. It's impossible. This style of game is impossible. You have to be able to take the hits and then restart or counter-attack you have the players on the the what the width so 
we just have to regroup and i think it's more of a mentality thing than than physically or anything else but and wait. and wait i gotta cut you off because we're talking about a lot about inter but there's also another team on the side which was torino which was very good we watched them against roma they played great against roma the first game too yeah. Mazzari said the same thing it was one of those ones that you know roma didn't go their way they didn't score but this game it did and i give so much credit to torino yeah, yeah. because they have a really good team this year they're a little bit overlooked especially even by us yeah. you know yeah. and in in our predictions <clears throat> But they didn't even play Zaza yet. Zaza's still on the bench. Mm -hmm. Yago Falke looked Gattano, incredible. What do you think about Yago Falke? Roma right. selling Yago Falke to Torino. Right. 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 Years ago. But yo, listen, give respect right. to this Torino right. also. And to Mazzari. Roberto Soriano. On top of this, no, if, you, if, you look, if you look at the past games, the last four games that they played in Serie A, Torino is unbeaten. Inter hasn't been able to beat Torino mm -hmm. in almost two years, I think, is their last mm -hmm. win. Since 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So Torino is a very strong team, and this was a huge point by them. Congrats to them. Very good. And even against Roma, really solid performance. Yeah. So even besides Inter right. going down, it's also that Torino. Torino played well. And Belotti got his goal. Yes, it was extremely lucky, but I hope that it's the year of the Gallo for him. That's, uh, why, why was it lucky? Because Andano. Listen, listen. I think, you know, for all the credit that Andano is. The way control. The way control. Listen, everybody is used to see Andano make miracles. I think now he's running out of luck. Because to be a great. He's a great goalkeeper. Listen to me. This guy here is a great goalkeeper. But. Uh, from time to time has been he lucky does. he does he's been lucky he does and inter, he does. He does. inter has capitalized on the on but the great every, every single goal wait keeper. a moment wait a moment yeah. now i think lady luck is running uh from sure. the back door because of one game so we'll see we'll see okay, okay. okay. So i don't think andanovic is going to be do is going to be saving inter the way they he did a, it on the past he's a fantastic goal so inter defense is going to have to step up and all of the big uh, the big three on the front of there they the have to put big he's numbers taking a lot a lot a lot of heat and we'll get because i know i already saw <laughs> some of the questions and they're all about that so i don't want to touch on it right now but i know a lot of all questions right. are about that let's go to before we go to roma atalanta which was an incredible monday night game um, let's touch upon some of the other games that we might not have gone more in depth. Starting out with Fiorentina. Wow. 6 1 on their opening game to Kevo Verona. Goals I thought they were playing goal. tennis. Six, <laughs> six goals. A team that Juventus couldn't, uh, could barely score you know, against them. They ran crazy with them. Uh, Fiorentina, you know, been through so much. We know they, had, they hung Astori's jersey in the locker room. They're still keeping those signs. Even Tomovic. Tomovic, who was, used to play for Fiorentina, his former He's teammate, Kievo now, he scored yeah. for Kievo, and he put up the 13 in honor of Astori. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm such a big fan of this Fiorentina. We all said that we love Fiorentina's front line. We love how attacking they are. Youth. And Pioli yeah. said, they asked him about you know how he scored six goals. He said, Fiorentina is a team made to entertain, and we're going to go out there to entertain. This is a team to keep your eye on in the Serie A. Opening game, again, they had their first game canceled. Their opening game... I really love that. So credit to them and also uh, yeah. yeah that's Just a point on that something. game. Simeone uh, scored the uh, the goal in the last minute and in front of his father. Yeah, yeah he was and in the stands. parents that were in the stands. That was beautiful. Yeah. No, Simeone. I'm telling you, we predicted last year, Michael and I, when we did our prediction, we said it was going to be Simeone's breakout year. I think what that about this Chiesa? I think Chiesa. This is the year for Chiesa too. I was talking Simeone. Oh, I said oh, I think oh, we said Chiesa yeah. too, but I think that Simeone now he's getting his feet more. You know, with Fiorentina, this is what I like. More this of a leader, and he's a bull. He's a bull. I love that. I love you. I don't know if you're gonna agree with me. Mm -hmm. This is one of the few teams 
that has not gone out to buy all of those foreigners. They're using, except for, uh, for Simeone, they use most of the... the, the they the have eight national have. team players in their squad. Okay. And, and let me say this, because I almost forgot. They have the youngest team in the Serie A. Thank you. Their average age is 22.8 years old. That's why Fiorentina. I don't want to uh, Cutrone to sit on the bench. This is what makes they have me the, angry. I want Cutrone to play. I mean, it's a anyway, Piazza. Yeah, you you see, yeah, you're playing it for Fiorentina's. You have one it's, expectation. Yeah. You're playing for Milan. is another expectation. So Fiorentina, like, they have great young players, great talent. They have the chance to play. Keza, don't forget Benassi, who was an ex-Inter yeah. Right. Great player, scored two goals. I this think week. this Fiorentina so, bit is going to be the wild card this yeah. year oh, because yeah, uh, them and Torino, the them and Torino. They have Gerson too. Remember? Yes, yeah. Gerson. Yeah. Yes. He scored. He scored. Yes, and yeah. assisted. Yeah. They all did it. From Roma. Phenomenal. No, yeah. Fiorentina. I really love that. I love watching them. And Milenkovic scored a beautiful goal too. Um, next game. Let's talk about also Sassuolo. Berardi, two goals in his first two matches. It took him 21 games last year to score two goals. But it was injured. It was coming off an injury. I know. Really judging that. I know. I'm gonna make the point. He scored four goals. But Berardi, we saw him. You know, he had that first season in 2013. He scored, you know, so many goals, and he always went a little bit lower, 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 lower. So maybe uh, for Berardi, that was a good show for him. And Sassuolo tied to Cagliari. I wanna. I have a question about Berardi. I wanna ask uh, your father, uh, Gaetano. What do you think Berardi didn't go to play with uh, Di Francesco? What do you think is the main reason? In Roma. In Roma. Because Di Francesco well, was, yeah, was yeah, a very high on him. Berardi has some up and down. He's not consistent. No, but they wanted. Di Francesco wanted him they at any cost. Politano. I mean, not, not they took I Politano. Think they, wanted, they said they wanted Politano. They got the fraud the year before. <laughs> but Marco, listen to yeah. me. This is what my take on this, uh, uh, this uh, non-transfer. My take is that this guy here, Berardi, is not going to be a, a player that is going to be sat on the bench and say, only when you have a chance, you, you're going to go over there and play. This guy here, he will just play for a team that has got a less chances to, to be on the top four or five teams. But he wants to play, and he's going to show on a, on a team like, the, like Sassuolo what his real value is. Like you said, well, like you so said he came off a you think? All the young players, if they get a chance to go to a big team, they all want to go to but a big team. But it's not as young as you think, Berardi. Berardi is probably 25 or 25 years old. What is yeah, it? Maybe it's 24. Double, double check. I'll, I'll check. I'll check. But uh, way, one, one thing I wanted to say about Cagliari Sassuolo, Pavoletti. Oh, which, my uh, God. He scored, two goals. He scored yeah. two goals. And uh, they said that in the last year, he has scored 11 goals with, with his head. Yep. Oh, and yeah. there's no championship. Of the five championships, you know, Premier League, Liga, Bundesliga. It's, uh, nobody has ever scored yep. 11 goals with his head all in one set, year. He this gets so many game, crosses to game. him. It's insane. The, yeah. the amount of all, all the wingers crossing him, all the fullbacks. Yeah. That's the first thing they do. First thing they never play on the floor. They always give the cross. He's got in his well. in his career. I think it's probably in Serie A. He had like um, eight goals with like his left foot. He had like. 14 with his rifle, and then he had like 18 with his head. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the bombastic of a. Of a Oh, the game ended 2-2 actually you said Pavoletti scored two yeah. uh, Kevin Prince Boltang actually scored a penalty in the last minute yeah. so they equalized let me tell you their front three how many minutes they gave an extra nine minutes right that was that, that when they scored they tied the game they got a penalty nine minutes they got Federico Di Francesco they got Prince Boltang and they got Domenico Berardi as their front three that's pretty Prince exciting oh, by yeah. the way Berardi this also. Federico Di Francesco is the son yeah Berardi just turned 24 by the way they got Locatelli, Duncan, See, too. Duncan. Yeah, and Sensi. I think that he didn't like Locatelli moving, moving away from AC Milan. Locatelli's oh, not. We got Bakayoko for Locatelli. I'd rather <laughs> to keep uh, uh, Locatelli on the Yo, field. Berardi just turned 24. 
Twenty-four. Just turned twenty-four. That's very young. What are you saying, Yoshi? That's young. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not that young. It's. It's been uh, in the Serie A. It's been played for uh, four or five oh, years. Exactly. That's because yeah, yeah, he's been picked up. But. Anyway, um, the the last game that I want to talk about about with that is Genoa. Which Genoa? There was a beautiful moment. We obviously we know it was their first game back. Um, they played against Empoli at home for 43 minutes in the first half. The stadium stayed silent. They didn't clap. They didn't say a word. Um, to honor one minute for each of the victims of the tragedy. Mm. So it was, a, it was a crazy. I mean, if you see the video, it gives you goosebumps. And then in the 43rd minute, they did an incredible round of applause. Mm. Um, and Genoa, um, obviously, they ended up winning. Piatek is also this. They got this Polish kid. Mm. He's 23, 24 years old. And Ballardini, after the game, said that. He's like, I'm scared to even say this out loud. He said, but I feel like this guy is a real deal. Right. He's like, he has everything. He's I got guess, the number nine shirt. Where is that? This kid, Piatek. A lot of these Polish players. He scored four players, goals yeah. in they one game in their Copa Italia match. And a lot of Polish players have been emerging both, in the both Serie Both of the Genoa clubs. Both uh, Sampdoria and Genoa. What yeah. about? Oh, yeah. Sampdoria yeah, had a lot of Polish. And Lucas Zielinski had an amazing Zielinski, Polish. Zielinski, Milik. Milik, too. Milik, Napoli. too. I know, it's a Polish Serie A. I also want to say. Boniek was the only one. Listen, they got a lot of talent. Maybe they didn't do it. No, they have Lewandowski. They have all of these superstars. And guys, also shout out to Krishito, who finally came back from the league from Zena, and he got two assists for Genoa from the right back position. Mike, get your questions ready soon. But let's go to the Monday night, the game that ended for us. Roma. Roma Atalanta. Incredible match. Pastore started it off in the second minute with a backheel goal to open in the Stadio Olimpico for them, which was incredible. And I was a little bit nervous. I was a little bit nervous that the game was going to get out of hand. But it reminds me always that the Serie A, you never know. And Atalanta especially, you never know. Because Atalanta and your boy Gasparini, who you love. Thank you. I was about to ask you about that. Pull things <laughs> incredibly. They went up 3-1. to one. They went up 3-1 from 1-0 down. The game eventually they went down. The Papu Gomez did not start because they got the Europa League, uh, mm -hmm. a very important Europa League game coming up against Copenhagen. <clears throat> but Roma showed a lot of heart and came back and tied three three. I'm not gonna say who scored the third goal because I have, I have, Mark, I have a question for your father, Gaetano. No, you. I want to compare <clears throat> Allegri with Gasperini. See, Allegri is the type of coach, Ala Mourinho. Like he wants all the big superstars to play for him, and then uh, he's on the position to sit Dybala on the bench, he's in the position to sit Quadrat on the bench, and he's in the position to sit a lot of superstars on the bench because uh, on his mentality, they're not really, you know, uh, kissing his uh, behind. Don't but get it Gasperini, good football to listen to me, please. Gasperini will make a mediocre or an unknown player as superstars. It's the perfect example. Is the, the the way he plays the team and he plays the team on the field the proper way. The guy knows about soccer. He, he He's does. one of he the does. first few coaches that I really admire. Okay, all of the rest, including my friend Mourinho over here, my uh, you know my you know. Now you see what happened today. Listen, they just rely on taking best player from some of the top team. They pay so much money. And the results are not really that great because what they do, point, but they do, they fill up the team to, full of superstars so they can sell shirts and they can sell, uh, you know, Instagram. Uh, well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's different aspirations. Oh, yeah. Gasperini is not winning a Scudetto anytime soon. Gasperini, Gasperini has, don't, has get, don't get it. I, should, I don't think we should go away from the story, which is what happened today. I mean, if you saw the game. The, the football that Atalanta play, especially Zapata, who's been such a key pickup from Sampdoria. Oh, man, great play. Huge, huge loss for Sampdoria. 
But Zapata, he was out-muscling and out-pacing Costas Manolas, who Michael's shaking his head over there. Yeah. But Manolas is known as the fastest defender. He says, I'm going to outrun CR7. Bravo. If he throws Zapata, a couple elbows to his stomach... He did not do anything dirty. Zapata at midfield was muscling Manolas and player, went though. fast. Like Zapata, a such a key. Even hey, without, without, without Papa like Gomez. Without Papa... No, it's not a surprise. Listen. It's to stress it. Player. Just be nice about Manolas, otherwise my friend Mike is going to start to cry, okay? So. <laughs> no, we talk about all the big players, but why can't we talk about... Zapata when, is when? a big player, I think. I, okay, so that's why he deserves okay. to be talked about. Okay. Zapata did incredible tonight. I thought he was the key okay. for Atalanta. Oh, definitely. Really? Without Papu, too, their main man. Without Papu Gomez. Without wow. Papu Gomez. Guys, you believe this? Atalanta is a very nice team, and, and they, you know, they go forward. Uh, they're not afraid. Uh, you have to give credit what credit is, though. Rigoni, they had, they got this kid Rigoni. Um, young but it's not, not Italian, right? Argentinian. He's Argentinian. Ah, yeah. But his, his first <laughs> name, <laughs> he's Emiliano Rigoni. Uh, yeah, he's definitely yeah, yeah, Italian. Yeah, yeah. His, his, first name, his first name is Antonio. Ah, no, right. no, no, it's not. It's right. not. Yeah, Emiliano, Emiliano. Emiliano. Yeah, Argentina is, uh, is Italian, so. No, but Surprise. listen, this game was incredible. I mean, you just never know. You can't count out. I know a team like Atalanta, many people might not know if you don't really follow Serie A. Nobody, talk, nobody likes to talk about them too much, but this is another sleeper. We talked, you said Fiorentina, you said Torino, Atalanta. These oh, yeah. are the three teams that might make that even Why? bigger push. They had a good run last year in the Europa League. They oh, lost yeah. by, a, by one or two points. To Dortmund. Points, you know? To Dortmund. So, a team yeah. that belongs in the Champions League. Gasperini has them running on all cylinders. They had a high press. They, they were pretty much man-marking everyone in this Roma game, they had which three, is The thing is also because... Roma's a good team. Roma's at home. So the yeah. same effect that Napoli had when they scored that first goal, you know, Florenzi scored the second goal to get them back within one. It got yeah, the, that's the it. team the going. Momentum, momentum yeah, it got the counts. momentum going. And then also Roma had to deal with some injuries. Yeah, uh, He took out Florenzi because he had an injury and he put in uh, Sheik instead and he played ultra offensive three-man defense they nearly scored at that and Zonzi and then that also was great too and Zonzi too impressed me yeah very good player big guy but like you said too Florenzi too why is Nastani chic to Francesco come on you he came as a sub why why like Allegri said you only got 11 players to play in the pitch certain games you think you have the thing is on the right you have Jekyll starting do you think that Sheik and Zeko they overlap each other or they just play the same position spoke about this before and they both center forward and I said to me they could play like this with like two they did against Barcelona like they did against Barcelona let them play like this but they had but to attack that right game. now he's going with Zeko and he's got those wingers you know he likes yeah. uh, uh, Ando and Clover, yeah. you know that. And last, you know, last week Clover did that yeah. Yeah. beautiful cross. Yeah. They won the game. You know, so you I'm sure he's going to have be, options. It's yeah, not I'm like sure he's going to get. He's going to get his to chances. To me, to me, what what looked bad for Roma was the defense. Manolas and Fazio. I'm sorry to keep saying it, but yeah, they're no, all no. over the place. So they're cheese, I guess. <laughs> they are. I don't. I have no idea. Feta cheeseburgers. I have no idea who either one of them are marking <laughs> uh, multiple Manolas. times during this At match. At least they got a point back. And on uh, multiple goals. On no. multiple goals. I, I'm, I was going to blame Fazio, which he was to blame. But then I'm also thinking, where's his center back, back partner, Manolas? And he's all the way on the floor on the other side of the field. Manolas looks like a bull. You see, he gained a lot of weight. <laughs> you right? said this last time. <laughs> he gained a lot of weight. Uh, whatever he's doing, he scored a goal. Well, he's not playing that good. Well, the two games that we didn't uh, mention it was yeah. Udinese Samp, 
which uh, in the first half was all Udinese. They, uh, you know, Samp uh, in the second half they had a couple of chances. I don't know what's going on with Samp, but. Towards the end, they started playing better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Giampaolo. And, uh, Giampaolo, I guess. And Frosinone, uh, Bologna. Um, Frosinone was a 0 0 game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, that might be an important game for the. Pippo Inzaghi, I like, I like, I like, I like Pippo Inzaghi, Inzaghi to do well because, you know, what? I'm in my... No, I forgot about Inzaghi. Yeah. I forgot about people. Yeah, people... Uh, Difficult. Yeah. Uh, First point. Yeah. yeah. But he hasn't... Yeah, uh, not bad. Well, he's got a, one more point than AC Milan. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Milan did. Yeah, yeah, well, that game was played in a neutral field. Yeah, that's why we're not first. I think they're third or fourth. Oh, wait a moment. There is, there is a small <laughs> team on the first place. What was no, that? Yeah, no, Spal has got... I think uh, Atalanta's no, no, no. first. point. Yeah, has got six points. But there, there's so many teams with six points. six points. Spal's got six points. Okay, but I'm just but saying... But it's goal was, was actually in It first. goes to goal difference after. Yeah. I think Atalanta's first. Who's one? Don't the, look at the goal differential right now. You don't count Guys, look. It's Juventus, Napoli, Spal, Atalanta, Roma. first place. They have six points. They have six points, yes. But on goal difference, Juventus is higher. So that's how it That's how it shows it. I'm not taking anything away from Spal. I'm just saying. Anyway, again back to since we talked about Roma back to what Sadi said again that at 2-0 it's done we had Inter right lost 2-0 we had Milan uh, lost 2-0 and then we had two times in this match two times in Atalanta Roma where there. a 2-0 lead was lost so just you know not to say anything bad about him but even Matsadi after the game when he was talking about um, the post match he said listen I coached in Premier League I coached in Serie A he goes to me the Serie A right now. He said, I don't see a big difference, number one. He said, at number two, the Serie A is much more competitive and tougher this year than it is in the Premier League. So just to say that it's not like how it seems, you know, I'm very surprised in Saudi's comment. Maybe there was a little mistrans. I mean, he said it in English, so maybe it's not his first language. I don't think so. Saudi knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I, was, I was a little bit disappointed. So, I know. Me but too. I got a little mad. What were you going to say? You gonna Go say ahead. something? No, I think no. Sadiq probably said it was the way that uh, left off Napoli. So I yeah, mean, I know that was bad. I was trying to said that. He should have said mean, that. I didn't like that. It'll be okay. Well, let's uh, since we're talking about Premier League, your boy uh, Mourinho today. What happened? Lost three zero. Oh, <laughs> two Spurs. Tottenham hasn't won in Old Trafford. Old Trafford. And then to top it off, to, to top off what happened. Wait, wait, wait. Pogba is going to go. It's either him is going to go or Mourinho is going to go. That guy needs to go. Anything else for Mourinho in that box? Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Hold on. Give him two minutes so he can suck. Mourinho is a loser, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. Somebody, somebody uh, sent us a message. I think it was Rea sent us a, a, a video and it was Mourinho in his press conference uh-huh. and he walked off because he got so upset that he oh, got <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> upset so they sent it to us and they put Antonio voice Mourinho is a loser who did that? <laughs> <laughs> somebody tweeted it to us oh, good. somebody that watches right. the podcast so uh, I felt like you would have been happy to hear that guys, listen listen well, Gaetano okay. Gaetano you go to questions yeah. okay. the question that has been uh, is been circulating since last year he was not Pogba it's a World Cup champion okay he played extremely well on the World Cup his position is very much different from the position that Mourinho forced him to play into Manchester United why doesn't this don't make me say anything nasty this big brain Mourinho understands as a hey, Look at this guy here. That's where he thrives. Let him play wherever his position 
when at the position that he drives the most. Okay, we and talk about this every podcast. We talk about this every podcast. Yeah, but this is why I'm getting anywhere. How many times do we have to explain to him? How many? Mourinho, are you listening to the podcast? No. Okay, how many times you need to be explained that Pogba position is not what you make him play? Call him on the phone. Yeah, okay, make the number. I don't know his number. International callers express. Mourinho, you know what you do? Go back to Portugal. You need a little Porto before you start in the coach another team. Get your get your questions. Okay, let's go. Thing, let's go with the question. The last thing I want to say, Sadi also another big win for Sadi. Yes. He's one of only very few coaches in Chelsea's history to win three games in a row. Some stats from his team, because this is Sadi ball over here. 838 accurate passes, 82% accurate rate, uh, 82% possession against Newcastle, wow. 15 shots from Chelsea. And 91% pass success rate. And also, on top of that, our boy Jorginho, was, he outpassed Newcastle's entire team. He had something like 158 passes, and Newcastle's whole team had like 131. It shows he's the key to that whole middle. Wait, this guy didn't invent anything. This guy didn't invent anything. <laughs> no, I'll tell you the reasons why. I'll tell you the reasons you why. You and everyone, huh? I'll tell you the reasons why. Listen to me, please. Quite, if you look quite. at his stats, if you look at his stats, this is Captain Guardiola. That's what he's doing. In a, in a different, uh, with a slightly different method, what he's doing is, ca is capping Guardi Guardiola. All of a sudden, this guy here, he does high press, he press the people that they have, they have the ball immediately as soon as they, lost the, they lose the ball, and he keeps the team Listen, very he's high. Not reinventing he's the not wheel. inventing anything. You, okay. He can't invent you're, anything. You're saying by copy, you think it's easy to copy a, a, a coach like yeah. that? Or you think he, you're just magically, okay, I switch a button, he copies it, it works. He's got players that uh, they are, they are uh, uh, yeah, you know, they have the... Napoli, it didn't work with Conte towards them. They have the why correct... did he copy his... Uh, That's the, not where oh. you, you, you're mixing apples with why bananas over here. Chelsea has got players that they can handle this kind of a pressure. He's making them play on a high press, okay? Conte didn't make them play like that. Conte has got, got a lot of less uh, accurate passes and all the stuff. Conte likes to play the ball vertically and all the stuff. It's two different coaches, though. It's two different styles. But it's two different styles. So I like to see if he's going to hold I like to see if this thing is going to hold on. He's going to hold on that. I think it's going to come to a point. He won his first three matches. Okay, let him win the first three matches. You know, it's the luck of the draw. He didn't really overwin everything. 2-1 is not a big win. What do you want? 5-0? Hey, guys, guys. He won a 3-2 game. fighting over. Wait, no, this, uh, this, uh, what's his name? Sorry. To me, it's not one of my right. favorite, uh, just my conclude, favorite coach. Conclude right, sorry, yeah, come okay. on. Let's talk about the question uh, with the podcast. Yeah, oh, what do you go, go to the question. Also, yeah. Antenucci scored a beautiful oh, goal for Spal. Thank you, Johnny, for reminding us. Mike, what is the question? Okay, from Monchi Money. I said it before. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I said <laughs> that Antenucci scored a beautiful sorry, goal. Sorry. Okay, Keep we going. got a question from Monchi Money. He said, thoughts on Struman's sale. Oh. Uh, Struman's very close to joining Marseille right now. And Let's it looks keep these like, brief, guys. Yeah, so just a general thing about that. He's been, you know, getting injured. He has a lot of competition. He has right. Zonzi now. And he said he, he said that Roma sold me. Pellegrini. He said right. Roma sold Goodbye, Strutman. Next. Wow. Oh, wow. Nothing on him? You don't like yeah, him? Yeah, I agree if with that. If he doesn't want to stay... He doesn't no, want to... No, apparently he said Roma sold me. Listen, he's done. He's done. He he lost half a step. And in the Serie A, if you lose half a step, you're done. I think also in is a big pickup. Plays the same position. So, Struman And Cristante is there. Pastore Yeah, there's too many. Too many midfielders. You gotta go. There's a lot of guys. And I didn't think that was that good. Good idea, Gaetano. I agree with him. Is Gattuso the right manager to get Milan a top four? Or should Milan look for Conte or another manager? No, no, no. Gattuso is the man. Gattuso is the man. Gattuso is the man. What do you think, guys? Gattuso is the man. you have a chance to pick up Conte, would you do it? Yeah, Gattuso loses two more games and Gattuso goes. Goodbye, Charlie. You 
you think so? Oh boy! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, con- 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 I want to be If he con- loses another two games. Two yeah. games? Yeah, comes Conte. Three games that you lose doesn't look good in Italy. How about about Spalletti then? He didn't lose three games. He didn't lose three games. Spalletti is dealing with the Chinese. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. He looks like Chinese himself too. That's his boss. So he's got different bosses. Milan has got different bosses now. Well, hey, don't forget that Milan bosses. Now we got a. Difficult? I don't think so. What's the difference with who your boss is? Well, depending what the you know what the expectations are right now, I think some bosses, you know, you lose two three games and you 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 you, you're done. You know, some other they give you they give you a little bit more lead. In the Premier League, very rarely. A coach gets uh, Sack. in the, yeah. sacked in the middle of the season, right? In Italy, there's <laughs> sure. three, four, five. Uh, yeah. You know that they get. That's true. That's, that's, that's I, what I, I meant. Point. I don't think you have. A, no, I don't think he has a point because I'll tell you what. The leadership <laughs> of Milan. No, 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 no. He's talking about Gattuso. If no, he likes, he's not. If he loses three games, listen to me. Listen, listen carefully. Listen carefully. If Gattuso loses two, no. three games, which is not going to happen, number one, he doesn't have Mirabelli on top of him. Maldini and Leonardo. He's got Elliot. No, 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 Elio doesn't get involved with, uh, with players. He's got Maldini, he's got Leonardo, and he's got Kaká right now. So we'll I don't see, see how quickly everything turns if they well, start we'll losing see. some we games. See. Anyway, Mike, next question. Another one. Uh, since all this heat with Mourinho and not doing the best at Manchester United, do you guys think uh, that Mourinho could could be an Inter Milan next? Because he has a tendency oh oh to boy. teach the same, uh, uh, to coach the same uh, club twice. Yeah. So what I do you would think? love to see I, that. I would love to oh, see him back. Oh and my God! Do you think it could happen though? Is oh yeah, I want it. I want it. Please, Mourinho, come to Inter. What do you guys think? Please. Is it realistic? Uh, Peter, Peter what do you think? You yeah. the, 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 the Inter I would love Mourinho coming back, but oh I don't think God. he would take it. No. Because. No, he's not, he's not going to be the type of coach where he's going to take a team that, let's say, is not doing good. The only reason why Spalletti would, would get sacked is if Inter is not playing well. He's going to probably take the year off. Maybe he comes in the summer, but I don't see him coming in midseason. Mm. He's not going to. Mike, you got anything else? Uh, yeah, uh, let me get another one. Okay, someone just had a comment. They said Gaetano has a slight resemblance to Giovanni Trafatoni. I saw that. Oi. Trafatoni's a... Wait, where is he now? He was at Ireland. Wait, I have right? a funny he one. He coached Ireland a long time yeah, ago. Now he's done. He's, uh, he's collecting his pension. Don't worry. <laughs> I have a funny one. Do you, oh, have, do you have a good one? I think I know. Yeah. Say okay. Um, this guy, Johnny, says... Uh, one second, I lost it now. Okay, for Antonio, mm. would he rather frame a basement with no pay or wear an Inter jersey for an entire weekend? What? <laughs> would <laughs> you rather do work for free, uh-huh. like do a basement, yeah. or wear an Inter jersey for an entire weekend? I would build a building for free <laughs> wearing an Inter jersey. Are you kidding me? He, Hell no. He adds on to that. Jeez. If you do choose building the basement, can you give me a hand? I'm just down the street in Toronto. It's okay. Yeah, as long as you're, a, you're an AC Milan fan and you like Asano, anything you want. Don't fly anywhere. That was a good response. Uh, Mike, anything else? Uh, one last one. Any advice for Antonio for picking up women? Oh, boy. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't want to, you know, I got to be careful over here. You know, we have a... We, oh, boy. <laughs> Did your wife just go? His wife is calling. I put sorry I can talk right now. So anyway, that's it. Leave it at that. Okay, don't make me say it because you know we have we have 18 million viewers and you know we don't want to spoil this thing here. Last one, last one. I found a funny one. If Ronaldo and Icardi swap clubs, who would finish higher, Juventus or Inter? 
Um, that Juventus. wasn't just for Juventus. That wasn't just for Antonio. Everybody. Well, I don't know. That's a good one. That is a good where one. Where would Icardi <laughs> play? Dad, you're gonna have a good they one. Sweep they sweep team. They swap team. Icardi would be playing for Juventus. Oh, it's Icardi. Hey, Ronaldo. Okay, what do you say? Ronaldo's not gonna score anything. I still think that the the team is. You know, would do better than the individual player. So if you have the structure of the team, like Juventus does, yeah, Ju Juventus it might not be. You said, oh, they don't look fluid. I mean, they know exactly. Everybody's got a role. Everybody knows their position. Everybody knows exactly where the other player is going to be. And the, the team has got a, 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 a tactic that works, mm. and he adjusts the tactics depending on the other team. And how can you go? You won seven championships in a row. It's not just uh, you know you win one uh, like Leicester City and uh, you know that could happen. But now when you win seven in a row, you have a, a structure of the team behind, and that goes farther than any single player. Good. What do you think, yeah, Peter? Uh, did you give it? Juventus. Same thing. So say, say Juventus. Yeah, I think so Cardi too. in the box with yeah, exactly. crosses There's from Cuadrado. Yeah. He's gonna get so much more service there. If you swapped a few other of Juve's players too at the same time, then maybe it would be uh, a little bit closer. Listen, the question that should be asked to all of us is that what would you do? What would you do to see Juventus lose on the Campionato and the Coppa Campioni? Anything oh for me? I like to see Cagliari win the Champions League, or even Inter. Win the Champions League, but now Juventus, which you have to say, I think he's your best friend. Anyway, mm. uh, last things, anybody? Nothing? Yeah, We're good? Yeah. Another exciting uh, league, another exciting round of the league. Like I said, highest scoring league this week, and it's a pretty consistent thing. I know a lot of guys like to talk about that, and they like to, you know, say he uh, has all defensive. We met somebody today who actually bought a shirt in person, and he was saying the same thing. He said, I feel like everybody talks that the league is still behind, but I feel like the, the style of play and the attacking nature of all the other Those teams. Those are people that don't watch it. That's why. They don't know. Yeah. There we go. We're going to so, start watching it. Also, maybe a good game to watch. Friday, so no one forgets. Which one? Milan-Roma. Oh, oh, boy. It's a big oh, game. is coming Friday. back. <laughs> Oh, brother. Milan-Roma? Yeah. Milan I make a prediction right now. Let's make the prediction. Oh, Who's winning this game here? Go. Wait, where are they playing? Milan? Milan. Go. I think if Chalanoglu is back in and if Cutrone plays, it's Milan 2, Roma 0. 2-2. Two, two. I say 2-2. Two, two. What do you say? Yeah, I think a tie. 1-1. One, one. Tie. Tie. Roma 1-0. I think oh Roma's going to win. Yeah, I, I was scoring. Let, let me guess who's going to say. I'll leave it to the first. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Make sure you rate the podcast with how many stars? Five plus. Five plus okay. stars. Cinque stars. So, hey, don't forget. This is all about you. about us. <laughs> I think it's about okay, you. We are here for you guys, okay? Send us as many emails as you want, as many questions. Oh, boy. And you're going to get your platform. You're going to get your name, your platform. We don't want your social security number. We don't want anything. We'll we don't give want Antonio's your email and number in okay, the comments. Okay, just keep watching the podcast and keep spreading the good news, okay? Perfect. All right, are we all done? Wait, wait, wait. I have one last question. I'm sorry. Okay, right back to the conversation question. real quick. Because I know that we got somebody DM'd us this and we didn't answer it last time. Um, La Liga said that they're going to play a game in the United States. Oh, yeah. And people really wanted our, our thoughts on if we would be happy if Serie A would be in the United States. Let's do it quick. Just to say, would you be happy if Serie A had a game in the United Absolutely. States? Absolutely. A, a, a real game. A real game, yes. Yes, I would be there. We're, we're all very biased because obviously we're in the United States. We get that people abroad don't like that. But especially we're not just saying that. 
that's what the future is. There's going to be is. more fans. It's going to spread awareness. So even though they're, oh, I want to play Sacred in Italy, whatever, you're bringing more awareness to the league and different. You have any other thoughts? I agree. Uh, this was already experimented with the football, with the American football that they went to London. Sure. They played in Wembley Stadium, 90,000 people. I mean, it, it could only be, uh, uh, you know, Absolutely. positive for and the league or, uh, and for the sport and for everyone. I, somebody sent me a video, I don't know if it was you or you, about the VAR, but yes. the discussion yes. that goes into the VAR. Yes. I'm telling you, this is this thing here, <laughs> we have the, I think, guys, but the anybody, VAR, you, you need another two hours. <laughs> no, no, guys, guys, for anybody that is watching, we're going to run a petition over here, okay? The bar, the bar, the way it's been set up, I think it's a scam. Okay? There is millions of dollars rotating around the game. I do not want two people into our room making decisions about what's happening into the game and the ref buying into the decision of those guys. Harry, send us your question and send us your, uh, your suggestion, okay? <laughs> Have a nice weekend, guys. As always, thank you for watching. We'll talk Ciao to you soon. Guys. <laughs> I thought you were on your social security, is that okay? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs>